0: No, radio. Internet radio. On, um, let's see. Uh I think I cut the starting song off and I hope I did. I don't see it coming off. Good morning, I'm Tennessee Howard of House uh, Team Production Gospel Internet Radio. I am a media uh, person for National Association of Black Defenders out of Washington DC with Dr. Michael is the CEO. And today we have a very awful story and uh, case to be talking about today. Uh, we're going to be talking about Lydia M. Barrett, convicted of capital murder of a two-year-old niece. And this is her story and information about what occurred and how it happened. And I'm hoping that we will be able to get Lydia to call in. Uh, through one of the people that are on now, like father father, another representative that can allow her to talk live this morning. On behalf of all of us here at the National Association of Black Defenders, uh, Dr. Michael McCarvey, you have the mic first. If you can please open it up with the, uh, the talk. And-
1: Good morning. Good morning, Radio Land. We're glad uh, to have another day to come to you and to share. Uh, another heartbreaking story of someone that uh, 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 has been accused of, uh, of a crime that they didn't commit. Uh, before we get into our story this morning, to our uh, live broadcast, we're coming to you live from the National Association of Black Defenders out of Washington, D.C. I want to go ahead and offer a word of prayer before we begin. Amen. And then after we have a word of prayer, then we will uh, just give a few comments on our story for the day. And then we'll go right into our main uh, uh, story with the family. Father God, we come to you this morning, Lord, thanking you for another day. Lord, we thank you for your grace, yes, your mercy, and Lord, we thank you for your truth. Father God, yes, we pray God. this morning that you will search our hearts, Lord Jesus. And yes, Lord, Lord, if you find finding that couldn't be taken out of us, yes, yes, yes. make us right for your kingdom. Father God, yes, we Lord. pray this morning, Lord, that you will identify with the truth in this case this morning, Father God. And, Lord, that, that Lydia will begin giving a second chance, not only in her court case, but in life, Lord Jesus. Father God, we pray right now, press in heaven right now, Lord. For, Lord, you said in your word that we should know the truth and the truth shall set us free. Father God, yes, we believe in you, Lord, yes. to bring off the truth in this situation. Lord, we, we're touching heaven right now. Believe in you, God, for all things. Father God, we come right now, Lord, asking you, Lord, Lord, that, that that the truth will come forth this morning. Father God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, bless yes, the National Association of Black Defenders. Lord, bless Brother Freddie Howard to continue to be a servant for you, Lord Jesus. Bless his family. <clears throat> Lord, go with us and take care of us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. At this time, we're going to turn it over to
2: Brother Howard, our commentator. So,
0: and he's one to call, update us up up on the and story press. of Lydia.
2: Your current balance is $22.01. This call is from a correction is, facility is. and is subject to monitoring and recording. Thank you for using Global Tell Link. Good morning. Good
3: morning, Good morning, Good morning. Lydia.
0: Good morning. This is hey, uh, Mr. Doing? Howard. I, I believe Good morning. this is uh, Ms. Barry on the line. Hello. Yes. Um Hello, how
3: you doing?
0: Good morning. Miss Barry, we uh your father's here, your your sister's here, Doctor McCorvey, CEO of uh, National Association for Black Defenders. I'm Freddie Howard, uh, media person for National Association of Black Defenders here on Broad Talk Radio. We welcome you this morning to the broadcast. Uh you're being broadcasted live worldwide. Uh and this can be uh the, copied and transferred and transferred all over the world by simply clicking on the link to the broadcast. And uh, we uh, have all of that for you. And, and you are free to begin speaking from wherever you want to, from, from your point of view in regarding your case and your uh, conviction of a murder or, uh, of a two-year-old niece. You have the mic, ma'am.
3: Yes, you know, when they uh, sentenced me, they never investigated my case for the fact that Beja was previously sick and in the hospital, and I never knew that they had her in and out of the drug houses. When I took Beja, I was just trying to help her mother out because she didn't know what she was going to do with Beja because she said that she had been molested by the babysitter. So at the time, I caused myself trying to help her out. But uh, I think Morlena pretty much knows the rest of the details from the time I had her until I took her to Mississippi. Okay.
0: Okay. Um. Is there anything uh, else you, you would like to add before you, uh, uh, the person you wanted to hand it off to begin to continue to talk about the story? Um, I had an opportunity to read uh, the estate side versus you. Um, and the child, that, uh, what would you say her name was? Daisy. Daisy? Okay. Beja. You said Daisy.
2: No, Beijia.
0: Oh Daysia. De- okay, okay. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Okay. Um go ahead, uh, the one that uh Lydia handed off to to speak about the case. You 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 have the floor. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Um Lydia was trying to help out um her brother's well this was her niece, but her niece uh, was, um, she looked white. She had blonde hair and blue eyes. And so they, instead of them investigating the case and finding out that Beja had been in and out of the drug houses, Beja had been sick prior to this, um, she was left in the custody of her 13-year-old sister at the time. And they never could find Beja half of the time. So her mom had no idea if even Beja was being fed or anything that was going on with the case. And instead of them investigating this case, they charged Lydia with the crime she didn't commit because the child was already sick and had done their investigation. They would have knew that the child was already sick before Lydia got her and tried to help her. Lydia didn't want to cause – she didn't cause any harm to this child whatsoever. But instead of them looking at the case from Kentucky because the child was born – in Kentucky, the child was a sickly-type child at the time. They didn't look to any of that. They just charged Lydia. They didn't look at the mother. They didn't look at the 13-year-old who had her every single day. They didn't look at, you know, the situation she was in. And, in fact, three days before, um, this occurred, DFS was supposed to had already picked the, the children from the home because they were caused with abuse at the time. And DFS in Kentucky never investigated and never took the children out of the home. Lydia would have never been in this situation had they would have done their job. So right. that's about the roundabout story of this. Lydia called every single day trying to get this child help. But nobody was, like when the child started getting sick, Lydia started calling the mother, trying to get the mother to come and get her because she didn't have um, uh medical relief so that they could treat the child in Lydia's care. The mother would pass it off to everyone else. She would make excuses why she didn't want to come and get the child. And as a matter of fact, you know, Lydia and them kept begging her to come and get her. She was calling. They were calling every single day trying to get this child help. But had they, the mother would have took into consideration and went and got her child, this may not have ever happened. But instead of her doing that, she passed it off to somebody else. And then when Lydia got charged with the comm, they thought they were all free. So they were okay. neglecting the home and everything else.
0: Okay. Let's go back to the injuries that the uh, court said they found when at the time that uh, they found uh, Lydia, at find, found the baby at uh, Lydia. I'll say baby, but at, at Lydia's limb uh, trailer. How did she get those injuries that the court found when they uh, found her dead at Lydia's uh, home?
2: First off, before Lydia had even took the child, her brother had uh, pushed her down a flight of steps on the trailer that they used to live in. So that could be part of the bruises, and half of the bruises that they found on her, even after they were talking about it in court, were way before Lydia got the child. Like the bruises were like Lydia had the child for maybe ten days. The bruises were about almost three weeks old. So okay. this child was already yes. in abuse before Lydia got her.
0: All right. And and yeah, y'all I... go ahead, go ahead.
2: Yes, and
3: not only that, I only had Beja in my care for what less than a week. Okay
0: and uh, the the burns and when you got her when you got her from her mother uh when you drove up you and your husband drove up together she was already all these conditions were already there
3: yes yeah now
0: you took you took no pictures you took you made no documentation you didn't report any of it you you just took the child.
2: Well,
0: she was just I trying did. to help the child because she was being. No, no, I'm I'm asking the question. You okay. took no, you make no documentation. You reported none of it. Uh, I I know you were trying to help the child. Now i beg a pardon. No, I did not make any documentation of it. And
3: the,
0: and the and the and the mother and the real mother. the real mother the of the child mother. yeah the real mother of the child yeah
2: the real mother of the child hadn't seen the child in 14 days before lydia before she brought her to our home to take her from our from for lydia to babysit her lydia had already had two kids prior to that 2 weeks before that and she was bringing them back so she really had no intentions of taking Beja. lydia had Beja's yeah. Beja's sister for two weeks And she also had my child for two weeks There was no bruises on either child She loved children So Lydia would not have maliciously took this child And done any harm She loved her yeah,
3: When I had brought Kiana And um, Javen back That's when she had brought Beja Over there Because she was saying that she didn't know what to do with Beja And um, she didn't want to Keep Kiana and Beja and Skylar all together because she was saying that um, the oldest boy, Skylar, had possibly touched Beja as well.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um. Uh. I I I, I want to probe one other thing in regards to Daisy's actual mother. Is there any documentation on Daisy's mother and her? Um, whatever was taking place with her, what she was doing in her life. Is there anything at all documented by you all, or the courts, or any law in regards to the mother? Because it appears that the child is in this condition as you go to, you and your husband go to get her and bring her back to Mississippi. There should have been something recorded somewhere on the the aptitude and the What's taking place with the mother You see what I'm getting at Is any of that documented anywhere
2: Well DFS was supposed to take her out of the home So abuse was reported in the home
0: Okay y'all got that report Yeah
2: Yeah, that's at um, The human resource office In Litchfield Kentucky And when we went to get the records For Lydia's court case They shipped all those records to Frankfort Because they didn't want to be liable
0: They shipped them to where
2: Frankfort Kentucky to the main division of children and uh, child services.
0: Okay, were you all? Able to get, were you able to get those that information?
2: No, because they wouldn't. Uh, they would not release them to us because it was um, Brandy's case, so they wouldn't release any of that. But after after the fact that this had happened they did do their job and remove the other two children from the home and then found out when they removed the two children from the home, Kiana was suffering from severe malnutrition, and so was Skylar.
0: Okay. Now, have you all been able to get an attorney to subpoena that information? Because, see, the center, from my perspective, of listening to the story and reading of it uh, over the past uh, uh, several hours, is that there should be records in history of what the child's uh, care, immediate care that was already taking place. All that. Yeah, Lydia. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: uh, I'm sorry. The only documentation that Lydia had was calling on phone records every single day trying to get this child help that is documented she called every day that that child was in her care
0: okay okay that's good but the fact that there are real documented records of her of the of of, of Daisy's real mother and the care that she has been given to the rest of the children that exists that should be brought into the case I, well, yeah uh, they, whoever didn't, whoever they did whoever the, whoever the attorney was all of that information because it weighs on the the credibility of, of, of Lydia In other words, yeah. the do that information job. that can be used But nobody uses it Nobody s- secures it Exactly Okay now is anybody to get that information Sir Is I anybody mean, working oh, now to get that information To bear on Lydia's case
2: um we turned it in we've turned it over to the um defenders so that we could get everything that we need to get Lydia free because she didn't do it.
0: Okay. All of that information is now and, in the, and we, Go ahead. And, and we do have copies of that uh brother Howard. You you have copies of that information now?
1: Yes. Yes. We do have copies of that paperwork and we are working with uh uh two other projects the innocent project and uh the justice league along with nav we have uh one uh staff attorney that's looking at the case right now and reviewing it and we will have a a final analysis uh they're taking the time looking at it he told me that he should have something for for the family no later than february 1st uh for review to get back in court Uh, about february 1st we have the the review report from the attorney and another interview conference interview that uh the staff attorney will have with uh Miss Lydia at the prison in February as well. I believe it's the last of February. The fourth weekend of
0: February. Okay, that's that's good. That's absolutely excellent. Okay, one other question to um Miss um, uh, Barry and, and her father and uh um her sister. I believe you say her mother. Her and oh her mother, okay. The father of the children, uh, for your sister. What about him? Is there any information documentation on him and his president? Was he uh, just vacant from the whole situation? Okay,
4: sir. I like I like to add I like to add this. Okay, both of them was highly on drugs. They did a lot of drugs. At the time, and and the, the house was very, the home was very deranged, very deranged. Uh, the children, like you said, the children were basically after on their own, a lot of times by themselves. <laughs> but the, uh, uh, but this I like to add is that her mother and, and and which is my son, at the at the time he was in jail for whatever reason I don't know he stayed in jail all the time. A lot of times he wasn't in the home, and when he was, he was abusive. So, uh, so uh, like Marlene said, a lot of this took place because uh, the prop, the house was a very improper home. To it resulted in the uh, the children being relieved from the home. Matter of fact, when Basia had passed away, uh, I think we had to go to court down in Litchfield for something. It might have been because of the other two children. I'm not too sure it's been so long ago. But, however, the other two children was in a foster home. They gotten them to be in a foster home, and uh, uh and uh, I think during the time of Beja's funeral or whatever, I think they had been released and back into the care of their mother, if I'm not mistaken. But they were in a foster home, and uh, like I said, the house was very deranged. Uh, is actually, out of all truth is one of the things that was worse than what it is because uh, they were basically. Uh, uh, they was basically uh, uh, trying to vibe on their own. Uh, a lot of times they didn't have food because uh, uh, he would break in and uh, uh, take the money and get drugs and stuff with it. And and then and, and and on the other hand, flip side, she was on drugs too. It was just a deranged home. So that's that's I want to add that to it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've witnessed her pulling Scholar out of uh, out of the vehicle and whooping him. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've witnessed her, like, physically abusing the children.
0: The mother herself.
3: Just doing simple stuff. Yes, sir.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, go ahead. And their
3: father, he has a record. The father of the children, he has a record for um, domestic violence and abuse.
0: Okay. <coughs> okay. Well, how how is your health? I see you coughing, uh, um are you doing okay there at, at what uh institution are you uh, incarcerated at?
3: Um, CMCF.
0: Beg your pardon?
3: C M C F Central Mississippi Correctional Facilities.
0: Okay, all right. Okay. All right. I I I'm gonna open the floor up I'm gonna open the floor up for family members and anybody else that wanna talk. On um, the uh Dr. McCarver has gave you a uh um progress report as to what is taking place now uh, with the case and the documentation that you all have uh, uh procured or that's in, in the hands of in the hands of Dr. McCorvey and, and his team. Is there anybody else on the state level or uh, working uh, on the case so far as to uh, getting Lydia uh, justice? Um,
4: Lydia had an attorney, but I think she got this ball uh i don't i don't i don't remember what her name was i mentioned sure. marlena
2: uh,
4: uh wanda Motherfake.
2: abioto
0: yeah what's her name now repeat that again
2: wanda abioto wanda
0: uh, okay okay uh make sure okay. dr harvey has that information because see the, the fact that uh, Lydia had, uh, is just the attorney that she had when she was getting the improper uh, um, no. search by the attorney. No.
3: No. Richard uh, Burdine.
0: Okay. Y'all, that's you in have a
2: one uh, minute remaining.
0: Okay, uh, Lydia, if you can call back in or if you want to uh, finish this time out, or you, you can. Go ahead.
3: I'm gonna call right back.
0: Okay, now, all right, message. thank you. Okay. Thank, you. Okay. thank you. All right,
3: what I'm thank getting you for at.
0: Using getting, what I'm getting at is while Lydia is calling back in is this. All right. At the time of her case, that attorney should be scrutinized and documented documented as to her failure as an attorney and her whatever her Problems were that she didn't rightfully uh, um, uh, uh, defend it me. That is one of the key elements. It was a
2: he. It was it was a he. It was he. Richard Bernadon. All right,
0: Doctor Have you got the information on here, already yes, I have it. Uh,
2: uh, Richard Bernadon.
0: And uh, one thing:
2: zero to refuse this call. Okay. Your okay. current balance Hold is twenty dollars ninety six. Sense. This call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Thank <clears throat> you for using Global link
1: Okay, one of the uh, things, one of the things, brother Howard, that uh, was uh, that I read and I'm, we're looking at and we're close scrutinizing too is Richard uh, Bernardine because he did not follow through uh, within the courtroom of bringing out the, the evidence in the case, and I was real disappointed in seeing a document that looked like he just scribbled on and and pushed it through the court as though he didn't care about the case period you know and uh definitely uh uh he need to be brought before the bar he need to be uh barred from doing law he need to uh be uh scrutinized not only by nab but by uh his peers as well as the uh Mississippi state bar <clears throat> now these are some of the things that I saw you know, that he didn't do as an attorney. You know, he did not bring forth the facts in this case, period, uh, like they should have been brought forth. You know, and this is the, this is the thing right here that gets me so many times, is that when you have whether he was appointed by the court or hired, uh, he has a job to do. He has a job to do. He owed it to the state. He owed it to who he represents to do his job. That is absolutely
0: right. Go ahead, go ahead. I thought somebody was beginning. to oh, sorry. I thought somebody else was beginning to speak. Yes, was... sir. Yes, sir. Uh, All right, yes, go sir. ahead. Uh, I like to say this. Uh,
4: being from Indiana, there's a lot of Mississippi laws that, and she was from Kentucky. A lot of Mississippi laws that we did not know and didn't understand. And a lot of things we didn't really catch on to after it was over with. Uh, for example, we didn't know that during a capital murder, murder case that she was supposed to have two attorneys. They did not tell us that. We wasn't informed of that. Uh, also, uh, uh, with uh, Burndine, he had this lady with him and uh, tried to, and we was influenced influence that she was an attorney. So when, when the time came to come to court, she didn't show up. So later on, we found out that she wasn't even an attorney. I don't even know why she was even with it. But every time we met of that she was always with him, And he addressed her as an attorney. So we was definitely under the influence that, we, that she was an attorney and that she was involved in the case. However, like I said, she was not. So that was very misleading to us, you know. That was very, very misleading though and it, it it was just a messed up deal all the way around. I mean, he he was not a good attorney, but we didn't we just didn't uh
0: see that until it was all over with. Okay, and now, now you all make sure now in the process going forward, you make sure that say for instance, just like you in your consultation with the supposed attorney and that somebody with over that he's addressing it, y'all make sure that's documented in the record. To see from mm-hmm. the beginning that you all are being dished, that you are being used from the very beginning. In other words, fake attorneys. Uh, I mean, that's from him and the one he kept calling attorney that didn't show up mm-hmm. when the time for the trial to take place. In other words, y'all were set up. Y'all were used. You see what I'm saying? Make sure that's a part mm-hmm. of the documentation that's in there.
2: Yeah, and no. then they didn't even uh, find Lydia. Uh, they the judge sentenced her basically because the jury uh, couldn't decide what to sentence Lydia, so the judge sentenced her in this capital murder case.
1: Wow, I, I have a, I have a question right there, Brother Howard. Yeah. Because Th- this is this is the first this is the first for me, and I've been doing yeah, this for awesome. yeah, this, this is you- is a long time. This is the first. And I never heard of a uh, judge in a uh capital case uh taking it upon himself to, to, to do this. This is my first
0: without the completion of a jury trial. Yeah, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. I, this is the first and, and I don't feel that uh I think that judge needs to be suspended as well. I'm gonna be honest with you. Once I think about it, the more I think about it, that judge need to be brought uh before a counsel as well. Because he was out of order, out of place, and he had no uh, business uh, taking this matter into his own hands. I
0: have uh, I have never heard of that myself. Uh, I'm going to go online after I'm through here, and uh, uh, in all of my reading of law books and, 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 and stuff here at uh, uh, working at a home in there in Etmo. I have never heard of that either. Usually, a case is uh, brought to full session, full you know, completed by a jury and then it's you know, um, you know how the, the process works, and then the jury judge finally makes a sentence, just like we were watching the, the Marbury case. Uh, it follows that process. All cases follow that process. I've never heard of a a judge just just you know arbitrary short circuiting all of that. And if the jury couldn't reach a verdict, that's a hung jury. You should what i Yeah, so that's exactly. like what we all thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's but it, make yeah, sure but the know, thing that, that's key stuff right there. Go ahead. Exactly. 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 But
2: the thing is, excuse me. The thing is that uh, when she, the day that she was sentenced, uh, we had uh, uh the, the Caucasian people was on one side, and the black people was on the other side, and the Caucasian people was so upset. Uh, you could see how how upset they was. Uh, even the jurors was upset because they want they wanted her to have the death the death sentence. That's what they wanted, mm-hmm. and they was trying to mm-hmm. death to to kill my child. That's what they tried to do. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, since they couldn't come up with a, the conclusion of the thing, then the, the the judge decided what to do with her, and that, uh, and that's the sentence he gave her: a uh, uh, life without possibility of parole. That's what he gave her.
0: And he was simply trying to appease uh, what uh, appeared and what was actually mm-hmm. happening—a a racial mm-hmm. situation in the court.
2: Oh, that was a racial situation. (laughs) Because I was in the back office where the state had called me, and they wanted me to testify. But then when I told them what all had happened, they said, we can't put you on the stand because you're going to mess up our case. And then I heard in the hall before they even come to talk to me, talking about, we got her now, boys, we got her.
1: Wow. So wow!
2: It 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 was a nightmare case.
0: I believe it. Uh, okay. Oh, Go ahead, Doctor McCork. Who? Doctor? I want to there? say
1: this right here <clears throat> to the family and to uh, the, the the friends of the family right now. Uh, at this particular time, uh, from hearing these testimonials today. Uh, We have enough to get her back in court and to get this case overturned. From just hearing the testimonials today. Uh, Want to do uh, other investigatory homework. We want to do more uh, interviewing, and there will be other interviews to come following this, and there will be other reports to come following this, uh, not only from now, but from uh, the state of Mississippi, because I'm going to get them to uh, redress this whole issue and to redress uh, their uh, fatality of doing their job, that's where I'm at right now with this. They did not do their job. They did not follow through with the case, and all they wanted was a, a guilty
4: verdict. That's exactly yes, right. Yeah, because it was
2: election year. It was election year. That's why they wanted a guilty verdict.
4: Mm-hmm. So, so I, I like I like I like to add this too, sir. This may not have a bearing on the case, but I would like to add this. <laughs> You know, a lot of black people in the community. uh, I I literally heard them say that. Well, she's not going to get a fair trial, you know. And and not not only did I hear them say it, uh, I know when they was picking the jewels. I heard I heard a couple of white people say. Man, if she if she killed a white child, she's not going to get a fair trial. So this particular person, he wasn't interested in uh, being a partaker of it. This is just talk that I heard. I just want to present that. Like I said, that probably has no bearing on the case law whatsoever. But it was most definitely a uh, – uh, the most definitely, no doubt about it, it was a prejudiced situation. Yeah. I mean, and it was, it was yeah, told on every side. I yeah. mean, you know.
3: I would also like to add to that, that even when they had came to the trailer, they was like, oh, well, she said that she's biracial, but she appears to be a Caucasian child.
4: And, and, uh, well, well, at the time, at the time in court, it was balled up. So at this time, I think Bernadine balled it up. He said, did y'all know that it was a, a black child instead of a Caucasian child? And, of course, they didn't. They actually thought that it was a white child. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that, had a bearing on the, that had a bearing on the case. I mean, there was no doubt about
2: it. There was a lot of prejudice involved. There
3: it, was.
2: Mm-hmm. it was a lot of underhanded things. And also, um, they were the, the uh, attorney at the time, Richard Bernardine, was supposed to have told us that they would come up with a plea deal. Do you, he did not tell us that they had a plea deal even on the table, period.
4: Mm-mm, he didn't tell it that 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 was
1: crazy i mean you know uh looking at the, the facts of the case and uh being analytical uh investigator i see that this has this case has a lot of twists and turns uh dealing with racism uh dealing with uh uh uh, uh, uh somewhat negligence and a lot, a lot of other uh facts that's involved in this case. Uh, I don't understand why the state did not uh, move uh, to have a uh, even the case moved from that location because of the rhetoric and everything that was going on mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. outside of the case. It, it should that ch- that should have been a change of venue. You know, it should have been in, in that town. I go back to that. And, uh, and then another
2: thing, they gave Lydia. They gave Lydia life but they gave her husband four years.
1: Wow. And he was twelve wow. years
2: older than her. Mm. Thirteen years older than thirteen years older than her. Yeah, oh, wow. but you know,
3: even when stuff was going on with her, I would ask him, Okay, well what do we need to do? I don't mm-hmm. I'm barely eighteen, I didn't know what to do. So I would say, Well, what do we need to do? And he would say, Well, I told you not to bring her down here anyway.
0: So he, he 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 thirty years old. That's your husband, and mm-hmm. and, and you are uh, um, eighteen. That's it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Doctor McCorvey, Chickasaw County, there in uh, Mississippi, right? Or what do a um, Synopsis of Chickasaw County and its cases, and what, what it appears from what we are saying here, we're saying what we are hearing here, that the foundation was already laid by the, the comments of what was heard from 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 the gentleman and uh, and some of the people there in the town that it was already laid that this was going to be, as you say, a nightmare case, and no justice was going to be coming to Lydia, and that uh, the railroad. Right was set to send her straight to where she is and it was a po- political game that can you dr mccorvey um in your efforts at the national association of black defenders begin to dig into chickensaw county uh circuit court and the uh the case where the case was heard and the trial here were really not a trial because you said they got interrupted because they couldn't come to the decision that the judges took over can you begin to tunnel into that information and bring that forward as well to
1: impact. Because oh, absolutely. Oh. absolutely, brother brother Howard. I, I believe one one of the things that uh like I say, when we do our internal investigation, one of the things that will be brought out uh in this uh uh case is will be uh, Chickasaw County itself, uh the the way they handle cases when it comes to black and white, uh the way they handle this situation right here, you know, uh in all fairness, uh unfairness uh, how they played it out uh with the uh court system, having a judge only quote unquote situation going on which is uh so illegal within the jurisprudence of the law until uh this whole case should have been thrown out this whole case should have been thrown and th- out
2: and not only that, the guy that done the investigation uh are the quote unquote um what is that where they go into they check out the child and the, yeah, the forensic, For or the autopsy. For the autopsy, For the autopsy. Yeah. yeah. Right, from forensic huh Yeah, he wasn't even authorized to do that. So they he was disbarred. Ooh.
1: Oh, he wasn't, okay. <laughs> There's a starting point right there. If he was disbarred, we have enough right now, uh, Brother Howard, on this wait, county.
0: Wait, hold on, Dr. McCord. Hold on, Dr. McCoy. When he went to do the forensic and to do get the the information on the child's condition and stuff like that, he was not even qualified to do that?
2: Nope. Oh. So, I mean, it, it, it was a nightmare case from the beginning all the way to the end. Like he said, he had like two or three jobs. I think he was supposed to be like a sheriff and then an autopsy person and and uh, hospital aid and all kinds of stuff. It's one of them kind of coroner,
0: all that stuff.
2: Coroner, yeah, he was supposed to do all that. Mm-hmm. He wasn't qualified to do any of it.
0: And it's mm-hmm. on record.
2: So you can pull up a newspaper articles on him.
0: Doctor McCorby, um yes, sir. I'm gonna be digging and you continue to dig and y'all in the family. If mm-hmm. you've got the newspaper articles, yes, you've got all that stuff, bring all of that forward. Even though the case okay. was in uh, uh, September of, 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 of in, in 2005, the truth never dies. Yep. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. to be perpetuated forever. But the truth, it just lays that dormant, ready to come forward, to bring mm-hmm. the light of, of truth into a situation. All you got, get it, bring it, put it in the Dr. McCoy's hand. And, and and I don't know how you you all are set financially
2: not real well
0: <laughs> i don't know what dr McCccove the the organization is i'm 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 part of the board and we got a board meeting tonight but find some money somewhere and get a real attorney
3: mm-hmm.
0: that that's for all of us. From my perspective, as a radio person for Dr. McCormick the CEO, and, that's, and you all the family, get a real attorney because this is a this is just an explosive garbage here that's coming forward.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Here are we we have team. taken the case,
0: uh, brother Howard, but we're gonna need, we
1: need at least four or five attorneys on this case for investigations.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, but that all gotta be even though. Anything dealing with it, it's got to be brought forward and dug up, and brought the light of truth to it. Uh, so, Dr. McCoy, you have had the opportunity yes, to read uh, the the, uh, the Court of Appeals of Mississippi, the uh, Lydia versus the Appellant State of Mississippi. You did this, you read that already.
1: Yes, I did, and that was samples too. That that was just because the state ignored. The, the facts of the case and the state did not pursue uh, the, uh, to the appeal court yeah, the yeah, evidence okay. in the case yeah exactly mm-hmm. so th- this is what we're going to do what, I, what as an organization and as an individual we're going to campaign around the the, the family uh, and we're going to do our petition for the freedom uh, for Lydia and we're also going to, uh, uh, within this petition, which I should have you, to you today, Brother Howard, uh, for your review. Uh, within this petition, we, we, we're we demanding uh, a fair trial within this, in, within this petition and for her freedom. Mm-hmm. That, that's where yep. we're at right now. Uh, our, uh, myself and two of our staff attorneys will be investigating the case further, but we, we're trying to pull together a team effort uh, of attorneys uh, uh uh that we can really dive into this because I know it's gonna be some mishaps. I wanna say this to the family as well. Chickasaw County, Mississippi.
2: You have. Uh, one. we're gonna have to turn that town
1: upside down. Yep. Okay yeah. that county upside down before it's over with. And we're gonna mm-hmm. we can't leave a rock unturned.
0: No, nope. okay, from Kentucky Lydia to Mississippi. A minute. Uh, uh, Lydia, can you afford to do another call? Or are, you, are you satisfied at this point as, as to where we are? Yeah, I'm going to
3: call you all Yeah, all right back. Okay, all right. Thank so you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, go go Dr.
0: Dr. Thank you, Lydia. What
3: do you
0: say? Go ahead, okay, Dr. McCoy. Let me call you all right
3: back. Okay.
1: okay. So, so, Thank so you for using we,
3: Global Telling.
1: We cannot leave a uh, rock unturned in this case, and because uh, this young lady has been uh, falsely uh, tried and convicted by a uh, uh, a township—I want to call it—that uh, uh, didn't have the facts, did not have uh, the total, the total case itself in their hands, and they played with this as though it was something to play with, you know. And this was is a person's life that stake and they did not uh, get clearance. Uh, The state did not clear uh, the uh, records, as I was saying in this case of uh, Lydia, because of the simple fact it was so many hidden agendas and things that were not on the record for this case.
3: Central
2: Mississippi Correctional Facility. To accept this call, press zero. To refuse it, your current balance is $19.91. This call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Thank you for using Global Tell Link.
0: Thank nice. you, Lydia. Go ahead, Dr. McCoy.
1: So, so, so in essence of what we're saying this, uh, this morning, family, uh, of, of Lydia, we have to get to the bottom of it. And the only way we're going to get to the bottom of it is that we cannot leave not one rock unturned. I talked to uh, Equal Justice and also to Innocent Project this past week, who is going uh, to be on the battlefield with us in this case, uh, Brother Howard. Uh, I'm having to turn documents from my office over to them. We're comparing notes right now. We're going through this case with a fine-tooth comb. It's a lot that did not did not take place that will take place when we get the appeal uh, the next appellate process, post-conviction process on the way. We're taking our time going through everything, and so when we get ready to present to the public, present to the back to the courts, everything will be in order because this case here was totally out of order. Nothing in this case was right. Nothing was written up right by the coroner uh so so-called coroner nothing was done right by the forensic uh department nothing was stamped right i looked over the case i saw i'll I see what so many mistakes were made by the court from the judge on down so we we have to go in here full force uncover everything that has gone wrong in lydia's case
0: okay um i want to say this uh to the family I do want everybody that's on the call to speak and, and, and voice your input into this. Is what is about to take place and what we're about to embark on. But I want to say this: I don't have the money personally. I don't know about uh, any of you having the money personally to do it. But number one, and I'm. we got to find the money for support and attorneys for this case because the Equal Justice Initiative there in um, uh, Montgomery, Mr. Stevenson there, I don't know what their situation is and so forth this case. I know they have priorities, but a Dr. McCord is going to be dealing from that perspective with them. i got another caller coming down the line. Hold on just a second. You're free to speak Uh, We are talking about Lydia and Barry case of being convicted of capital murder of her two-year-old niece And uh, we're talking about The story and case today And the National Association of Black Defenders Is at the center of this Uh, And I'm Freddie C. Howard uh, The host of uh, Block Talk Radio here in uh, Alabama Uh, You're free to speak if you would like to speak
3: Well, I really more just wanted to listen.
0: Okay.
4: See what was going on. Okay. Do you are
0: you are you familiar with the case or know about the case or anything at all?
3: Um. No, I don't know anything about the case, really.
0: Okay. Uh, um, would you like to identify yourself, or you just like to stay anonymous?
3: I just want to be anonymous and just listen.
0: Okay, then. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Here's another thing, family. Okay. Since the the, the, the mother of, uh, of of the child is part of the family as well, right, what is the situation mm-hmm. now in regards to the mother of the child? What is taking place now, if anybody want to talk about that? What's taking place now?
2: We don't know. We don't, we don't, uh, okay, yeah, have her.
4: A, we do not know. I, I have, I have a, I have a good idea. Uh, cause I live in Indianapolis and they live in, uh, uh, Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, at the present time, him and my son and her is divorced. I think they've been divorced for quite a, quite a few years now. Um, the fact, uh, he, he's remarried. He lives there in Kentucky in the eastern part of Kentucky. Uh, as far as she goes and the kids, they still deranged.
3: <laughs>
4: the boy, the and young running, boy, he's in prison. I think he is. Pardon? I said you said as far as her and the kids, what now? As far as her and her kids, of course they grown up. They have grown up now, and uh, the boy, he's in prison. He's been in trouble, practically ever since. I say for the last ten, eleven years, you know. He's a he's a I think he's 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 either in prison or on his way back to prison. Um, uh, she herself, she's not. I don't think she's remarried. But the other girls, they just one of them's doing pretty good for herself. I uh, I think they still like on the wild side though. You know, mm-hmm. that's 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 basically the general idea that uh. I know uh, that I I have knowledge of, you know. Uh, I don't really associate with them that much, but every once in a while I do hear something about them. And I know one of the daughters about four four years ago, she was living down here, and uh, she was pretty reckless, but uh, I tried to get a relationship with her, and she she lived with me for about a couple of months. Then she went back to
0: uh, Lafayette. So he, uh, nobody knows what's taking place with the real mother now, or uh, what her situation. Mm-hmm. Is. No, I love him, actually, uh, Dr. McCorvey, please put that in the quiver uh, because everything yeah. is important. Um, if her lifestyle has not changed from the initial where Lydia and her husband went up to get the the child, and if she's still in that lane, that that need to be known mm-hmm. by the court I agree I agree, because see what has happened. the entire circle of circumstances here all led to conviction of Lydia and Barry and her permanent incarceration and in her life with the, without the possible of parole. <laughs> uh I agree. everybody stay on the line we uh uh we got uh, a total of eight minutes left on the, on the hour live streaming time i should have said it's two hours since we're all still on the line we still can we are still being recorded and documented for the uh a total two hour broadcast so uh we will be going into recording mode uh, in seven minutes and thirty-seven seconds. So everybody stay on the line that can stay on the line.
2: Yeah, I'm at work, so I'm gonna have to get off the line.
0: Okay then. All right. Uh, please identify yourself again for for my record.
2: Marlena. Yeah, Marlena Hutchinson.
0: Okay. Are you the one who sent me the initial information?
3: No
2: yeah.
0: Oh, and I I i, I um, Whenever you get a copy of this broadcast, I'll 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 I'll, I'll send it to you uh uh by email you'll see that i okay. use your entire synopsis of what was taking place okay. and i built the story from your information i do appreciate that
2: okay thank all you
0: right. all right okay and thank you for coming on and taking the time this is we're gonna need prayer and money <laughs> yes we... i put it in that or god's word and uh yes, Lord and all the cattle on thousand hills, but anyway, anybody else um we still got uh six minutes uh uh of 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 live streaming time. Anybody else before we go into record mode Brother Howard, right i want to thank through. you for bringing this uh
1: forward for go ahead, sorry.
4: I like to say I appreciate uh, Dr. Covey and I appreciate you and I appreciate y'all's help. I appreciate what you're doing doing to help us and most of all I like to say I appreciate you being godly people. God bless. Amen. Yes, thank
3: you for helping me out and helping fight for my freedom. I appreciate it so much. Thank you.
0: All right, all right and um Lydia, you got folks that are helping you out because you've been able to uh uh pay for uh, a three hundred twenty a hundred twenty dollar phone call in just uh uh less than an hour that that right there that it that is so atrocious of what this america is doing to preachers that are incarcerated got systems set up so that just three phone calls 40 uh, uh no 20 no 60 a call $20 each time that you've been, $60. I've, I've made the mistake there because you called in three times. Here, here this call has cost you $60 um, to, to talk to us. And, and I, I do appreciate that. And, and family members that are listening, uh, use your resources, Dr. McCarver, whatever, to, to get something to Lydia. I don't know how Lydia is doing financially uh, with money on the books, Um that that needs to be brought to bear as well, and and kept in force so that she she can reach out when she can when she needs to reach out.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, I I do want to say that her her family is uh, a very supportive family. Uh, the ones that we have whoopers right now, and, and ones that's out there, uh, uh, they're very supportive of, of Lydia. Uh, we want them to continue this support because the fight has just begun uh we uh, we only uh uncover a small uh rock we got a mountain to uncover by, by but by faith a mountain can be moved amen amen, amen. I believe by faith a mountain can be moved amen, amen. so uh, uh, we walk by faith and not by sight, and we put god amen. always first in our organization the things that we do and uh we believe that that through the power of God that this mountain too will be moved uh, uh faith of our works is dead. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Faithful for what works is dead. So uh, the good book says, show me your faith and I'll show you my works. And in this case here, uh, our financials, our time, our efforts, and everything that we can put inside this pot uh, is stirred up in our faith, with our faith is what's going to make uh, freedom accessible to uh, Miss Lydia. Because even talking to our staff attorneys that work with us and also uh, Equal Justice Initiative, uh, it, it, yes, it costs uh, we've, been try- we've been working with the bare minimum We always work as an organization Once you uh, become a member of the organization And we take in memberships all the time uh, Through our leadership uh, We work with you In trying to uh, uh, Set the captive free Per se uh, By the grace of God And we work with the family And uh, we try to make sure that what we, The goal that we set for the family uh, whether it's a a legal goal of making sure that everything is being done in a legal way uh from our staff attorneys that we work with to equal justice initiative to the innocent project that work with us now uh interrogating business own team with, on board with us now we these attorneys uh and including myself we don 't work for free, <laughs> you know, and everything costs you know, uh and 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 that's what uh, Brother Howard was saying. You know, uh, yes, her freedom is most important. Uh, there, there, there's paperwork that got to be filed. There's documents that got to be going through. There's research. There's investigations that got to be done. Mm-hmm. We got to uncover uh, old rocks per se in this case. Uh, uh, we got to contact the, the 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 Chickasaw County will know our we'll know us, but they won't know us. They they, they won't even know we're coming through. So, but uh, that rock will be unturned you know, uh, the uh, DA office in Chickasaw, Chickasaw County will know that we, we've been there. Uh, they're, not, they're not even going to know when we're coming, but that rock will be unturned. So we're going to be on it uh, day and night until we get some justice in this case.
0: Brother Howard. Okay. All right. Uh, there is uh, uh, less than a minute. We're coming up on 90 seconds. They gonna give us that call in a minute. Or 90 seconds. So if we do not have anything else to add in the extra hour uh everybody heard that pure ninety seconds, we, we we can end the call here now. But uh if there's somebody that needs to add something to, to the to the discussion prior to this, uh you can do so. I'm I'm finna go go now and send this information to to uh the young lady that sent me the information for me to produce the show. Y'all go ahead if you need to. The lines are still open. I'm I'm still hearing everything, but I'm just gonna be doing something. Lydia. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. I, I want I want
1: you to 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 uh to be here with us, and as we go go to our closing of our, of our show today, uh, we want to encourage you uh, to continue to be uh, a faithful servant and be faithful toward the things of God and the things that's before us right now. Uh, I want to thank my board, uh, the National Association of Black Defenders, for allowing me to come forward as their leader this year and to present uh, uh, economic and social justice to the public and to your family. Anything that during this process, uh, many times the family will be called on during this process uh, uh, for different uh, things that need to be done in this process. And uh we're working for a common goal and that's your freedom, leader. That's your freedom.
3: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. I feel like I see the light a little bit. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank awesome. You. Awesome. Not a problem. Uh are there any other family members before we go off that would uh like to have a few words to say at this particular time?
4: Uh no I haven't. Okay.
1: All right, <clears throat> and I'm going to uh, get ready to close. I know we we the the what they call the uh, last minute of the program, but uh, our number, our information one more time for the radio listeners is National Association of Black Defenders, defending human rights and social justice all across America. You can reach us in D.C. at 1701 Pennsylvania Avenue, Northwest, Suite 300, Washington, D.C., 20130. Our phone number is 202-993-8516. Again, that's 202-993-8516. The National Association of Black Defenders. You can call me directly, 561 That's the National Association of Black Defenders. We're here standing on the truth and believing on the promise of Jesus Christ that freedom is for all men and women. Again, freedom is for all men and women. Let freedom ring from mountainside to mountainside. Let freedom ring in our jails, our prisons, for those that have been wrongly convicted. We thank God for this occasion to come. Father God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your loving and kindness. And we thank you for your goodness. Lord, continue to walk by, be by, and stand by Miss Lydia, Lord Jesus. Lord, be with the family, Lord Jesus. They go through. But we understand that 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 you have our power in your hand. And Lord, that that yes. you will, you will defend. You will be able to defend the force, Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for that. And Lord God, uh, as we go off there, Lord, but never leaving your sight, never leaving your presence, God. Ever before you. Ever before the throne of God. Believing God for all yes. things. Yes. Lord, we trust you in this case. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Oh, Amen.
3: Amen. God
1: bless you, family. Amen. God bless you, and uh, you all can call us anytime. I believe you all have our numbers, and uh, feel free to call us. You know our lines is always open. Uh, I will be getting if you all need to call me after the show. You feel free to call me after the show. Say, Mister this just what we're going to do, just how we're going to move forward, just we want to thank you, whatever the case may be. Uh, we're ready to move forward. Now, are there any other okay. remarks, Brother Howard?
0: Okay, look, all of you guys that were on the call, family members, my email address is freddychoward at gmail dot com. at gmail dot com. Awesome. I am I am a small radio station in uh, Alabama, an internet radio, with nearly two thousand listeners. I mean, two hundred thousand listeners worldwide. That's small, that's really small, but we are going to be like like um, uh, a tick. We're going to hang in there and do the best we can to get this information out to the world. What's going out first is the broadcast that we just finishing up now. I have all of you all's telephone numbers documented, Uh but I do need your email address. That's for communication purposes. And you
2: have one minute remaining.
0: Okay, Lydia, do you need to say anything else before we go up? I'm sorry if we took up uh, the time that you maybe want to say something. Go ahead.
3: You know, I'd just, I just like to thank you all again. I thank you and appreciate you all fighting for my freedom. It's long overdue, and I just thank you, and God bless you all.
0: God bless you as well, and keep the faith. Faith is the key. I will. Never give up. Never give up. I will. All right, all right. Thank you, and be safe. Thank all right. You. As I was wow. saying, okay, uh, we we are. This right here is to be disseminated, Doctor McQuarrie. When it gets to you. Yes. Share it, share it, share it, share it. I will put it on Facebook. I will put it on Mixcloud. I will put it everywhere that I am. I, mean, I have a media platform. And one other thing. Ask the main guy that Thank you for
3: using Global National Telling.
0: Ask the guy that has the National Association of Black Defenders website. This broadcast right here needs to be added to those three broadcasts that are already on there, I didn't get a chance to go back and listen to Ed's program, but I did go back and listen to Doctor Howard. I did go back and listen to mine In your interview, but I'm gonna send it to you, Doctor McCarver, the case, just okay. this broadcast number, and tell him to add this case because that right there is worldwide attention coming directly from the National Association of Black Teachers. I'm going to send it to you into a contact it's in the form of a contact and you can share it okay you. all right sounds good yes sir okay uh and if you don't mind uh closes with prayer if there is no more to be added by any of the, the, the callers on the line
1: okay let let us let us pray out the program this morning father god we come this morning yes. thanking yes. you for your humble submission Jesus Thanking you for your loving kindness. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that we we're able to put this broadcast out for Miss Lydia Berry. Father God, that it will go out, Lord, and 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 the family and friends and loved ones in this country will be touched from the testimonials that we heard. Father God, we press heaven right now, Lord, asking you for guidance in this situation, asking you, Lord, to shine a light in this dark situation. Lord, because we know, Lord, that you have the power You have the power in this situation, Lord, to set her free right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we believe in your word. We trust your word. We trust everything that's godly, Lord. We trust you, Jesus. But, Lord, we see, Lord, that that your light is shining around about her and that you're not going to leave her in a dark situation. Lord, your light is going to shine. Even when the courts say no, Lord, you'll say yes and you'll open the door for her. Father God, we're trusting you right now, Lord, for freedom for this young lady. Father God, we put it before the altar, Lord Jesus. Father God, we pray for the family. Lord, give them strength, give them encourage their hearts. Let them know, Lord, that it says she's never alone. The Lord, you for our always, even to the end of the world. Father God, we thank you for being with us, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the rough broadcast of the, of the National Association of Black Defenders. Lord, can you pray go over and take care of us. Keep us. Bless Brother Howard of my way, Lord, for his instrumentalism and taking care of these matters, Lord Jesus. Lord, bless us and go with us. In Jesus' name, thank you for this broadcast. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Yeah. Thank
4: Amen. You thank you,
3: Lord.
1: Amen. God bless you all. You all have a wonderful week, and you will be hearing from the defenders very shortly, okay? Okay. okay. All right. Yes, so. Thank
2: you.
4: All right. Okay. Thank you. All
2: right. Okay. God
3: bless. God God bless.